and currently we have temperatures around uh in lynchburg uh, we have 42 degrees. Bedford has 41 degrees, uh, 45 in Danville, 41 in Appomattox, uh, 41 in Roanoke and Salem. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Glenn Beck said this about, because Glenn Beck is one of the most creative stuff pours out of him all the time. Right. And he said over, a year ago about Kanye West, I hope he has good people around him to help him because he is such a creative outlet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that if left to his own devices, devices yeah. he will self-destruct. Right. And I hope there's good people around him. To, to and, help. And we were talking check. about some of the people that literally well, were pure I, geniuses I think, that lost their mind. I think uh, I think I upset Alan uh, yeah. a, a little bit. Uh, he said there wasn't anything in the interview that says he's crazy. I didn't say there was anything in the interview that said he was crazy. I didn't see the whole interview. Right. Uh, but he has said and done some crazy things. Mm-hmm. Threatening Jewish people undermines anything true and good that he says. You know what I was first introduced to Kanye West? Is when he jumped in front of Taylor Swift in front of the world and said, right. Taylor, you don't deserve this. Beyonce right. had the best video this year. Right. I mean, not, he went up on stage and did that. That's it, just insane it's to not, me. In, it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. Uh, and it's then not he stable. Said, then he said Kanye is worth billions. He didn't get that way by being crazy. All right, I'm going to disagree with you on that. Uh, and people do say Glenn Beck's crazy, and I think they're probably right. I think he's he's right there on he, the edge. He's on the edge, but yeah. he, he knows how to dial it but back. But there are a lot of wealthy people mm-hmm. who, who were crazy. Right. Uh, there's a lot of brilliant, talented Hughes. people. Howard Hughes. Weird was, stuff. Was Super just, weird. And, and he was crazy. Right. He was a millionaire. Right. But he was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hemingway killed himself. Right. Brilliant man. Sure. Um, so, I mean, lots of times that is a double-edged sword. It you is. You can be very, very... Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams, brilliant... Comedic genius. Comedic genius, mm-hmm. but a little mad. Right. Uh, uh, just a little bit mad. And, and you, you have to be smart enough with your, with all your brilliance mm-hmm. is to, again, like Beck said, have people around you to help pull you back well, and, and you it's, trust it's them. just easier now for your crazy to show with all the social media oh yeah absolutely um yeah because all the good things that maybe came out of that interview got overshadowed by his statement on twitter mm-hmm. that that shot it all to hell right sorry yeah i had not that would say be like you know you're crazy showing you need to tuck that back in uh <laughs> and, and, and it was <laughs> and i think right. it's, it's easier to see that right you know right now so anyway. so we're not i mean i'm not like coming out of against i don't have i said stuff about kanye west a couple of years ago when he came out with his christian album and i just said you know that's great that he's singing about jesus just be careful next thing you know he's running for president he hated trump and he didn't hate trump i i just there's just too much it's manic to me and i i I choose to kind of be back back off of those kind of people you know if he did a christian album great i know people that loved it you know Mm -hmm. it's just not my kids loved it yeah uh, Sorry, but, but, but my thing, and that's and that's why I told them, you know, you know people by their fruits, mm-hmm, right? I, and that's what that's just what I would tell my children. Sure, um, just just know that you know you know people by yeah. by their fruit. So so anyway, this, this story was bouncing around this week, and I would just jump into it, play a little bit of audio. I want to get your reaction um, about you know Hunter Biden and the fact that. There are two, they don't say it, I don't think, in this audio clip, but there are two people in the White House that are just being paid by tax dollars to cover all Joe Biden's messes, including Hunter Biden. 
You know, this would normally be a bombshell report, what's going on with Hunter Biden. We've not seen much light outside of conservative media. Is it normal for the press to ignore such bombshell allegations and what we're seeing with a potential indictment for Hunter? It's outrageous, but we have seen this time and time again where left media will just turn the other way, ignore that it's happening. We have known about the Hunter Biden laptop for so long. They didn't want to acknowledge it until it came to a grand jury investigation. And finally, some reporters walked it back and finally said, OK, we'll acknowledge that this is actually real. Um, but there's so much here to dig into. The fact that they're paying staffers to do damage control essentially yeah. on this, that's our taxpayer dollars going to going to that. And when it comes to um, the, the Jack Schaefer comment, Hunter Biden indictment and prosecution would demonstrate the integrity of the Justice Department. If the Washington Post article is true and if charges are brought, they would be failure to declare income from his foreign business deals and a fair failure to declare that he was a drug addict on a gun application. What about the business deals? What about actually what transacted exactly. in China yeah. and in Ukraine? And what about the president's involvement? This is not a win for the Justice Department if it goes forward. So it's interesting. They go on later to Janet, uh, later Janet, to to say, "Look, we're going to go after Hunter." You know, and 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 therefore, us going after Trump. You know, that's equal justice. We're going after both, but in reality, they want to destroy Trump. Mm-hmm. They don't want to destroy uh, Hunter, and they they want to look the other way when there's connections back to Jim Biden, Joe's brother. And all the business dealings, Bobaluski, nobody, you know, he had his, you know, that was a bombshell delivered before the election last year. And the FBI said, we'll get back with you. He went and testified, you know, he had a meeting with the FBI and he said, literally, he could see them going, oh, my God, uh, we need to have people higher up hearing this than us. And they never got, they said, we'll get back with you. They never got back to Bobulinski because he's got the goods. Right. They don't want to know. They're looking the other way. But I swear, if Trump's got the wrong piece of paper in that right. stack of you know boxes they took out, he is he is gone. Yeah, he will never set foot in this Oval Office again or run for any kind of office. We must destroy him and his children by default. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so I got we got a text in and said, "See, you're having the correct reaction to Kanye, but guarantee if he was hammering Trump or something, the left would be eating it up." No, sure. I, I, I'm sure they would, and they have when mm-hmm. he's when he's Gone, saying yeah. things in yeah. there that goes their way. Yeah, they it's do. a daisy with him. Uh, he loves right. me, he loves me night. Yeah, depending on the day. He's crazy. No, he's not. He's crazy. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's saying what I like to hear. So say today's- what. Give me the line. Of one of our listeners who says his wife keeps him. Oh, so. That was good. That was so, good. Uh, Gizmo said, uh, my wife curbs my crazy. I don't know how many times I get, oh, no, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're not. And that's what, I mean, that's what he needs. Right. He needs somebody in his life. Yes. To say, what are you doing? Yes. Oh, oh, no, you're not doing that. Right. And, and he knows. I wish Melania had done that. Oh, yes. You, you, you got to have sometimes. people in your life that you trust. That it, you know, I've shared some of the story of, of the, of. 2000, 2001 were the craziest time of my life mm-hmm. when my life got turned upside down. And I had people that I trusted, and right. that's why it's good to have people around you that you know they have your best interests at heart, that I literally had to have them help me make decisions because I was in so much turmoil uh, for 18 months yeah. that I had people helping me make regular decisions that I would right. make on my own. And you have to recognize that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you self-destruct. Well, right, especially when you when you have a lot of 
pressures stress yes, going on. coming in on you. Um, so we got a text saying, are you guys going to cover the guy in Nevada who took his therapeutic camel named Fergie to get French fries? <laughs> I so, didn't know. So I was like, are you making that up? No. Nope. It's real. There's the video footage. There he is. He's, oh, my gosh. He's in line at the in and out Oh, my gosh. He couldn't go in. Well, the, He had his, to eat out. Is his hump going to clear the uh, 10 foot 3? <laughs> it did, just barely. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently he really likes French fries. So, yeah, he, he's taking his camel through the drive-thru. How about that? That is amazing. Um, which, which does it say which uh, food chain? Uh, In-N-Out. It was In-N-Out. It was okay. In-N-Out. Okay, I thought you said In-N-Out as in, you know, anyway. I don't normally think of that place because we don't have any around here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the now that's good. That's good news. Yeah, Fergie is a rescue from Colorado. Wait, wait. Who, uh, there's a rescue camel. Yeah. How? How I, does that happen? I don't know. Maybe he was like in a circus or something. I mean, I could see a dog they, or a cat they, or or even like a, a lion or maybe a, it was a, a lynx or like something. Like a defunct like live nativity that that oh went that went wrong. wrong. Yeah. It could be that. Anyway, he lives in a sanctuary <laughs> now in in Las Vegas. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. She was wow. she waited very patiently. She waited her turn very right, patiently right, right. and drew a very large crowd. Everybody was. <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny to me, but to see that camel in line with all those cars, right? Yeah, apparently she really loves French fries. That's cool. She's also uh, been spotted on Instagram uh, going through Wendy's and Einstein Brothers bagels. Wow. Yeah. She's very fond of of French fries. Well, Fergie, if I live close, I would bring you some French fries because I just think you're splendid. Wow. In every way. When we come back, PayPal. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? <laughs> oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> they made camels so much more friendly in that commercial. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> I will say Fergie's prettier than he is. Yeah. I think. Yeah, well, he could be a totally CGI the way he's walking through talking to people. I yeah. Mean, maybe just... yeah, it could be. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the PayPal story okay. when uh, when we return here on the Morning Jam. Hope you're having a good Monday so far. It is, uh, what time is it? it is, uh, mm-hmm. What time is it, Mark? <laughs> mark, 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 mark. <laughs> it's time to go to commercial break. How about that? <laughs> 7.16 on the Morning Jam. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, we'll talk to you. 866 866- <laughs> Nine one six three seven seven six. Maybe you have a comment about the Kanye thing. That's fine, or that Hunter, fine. or the. Maybe or the you don't tr- think he's crazy. Right? Maybe you don't. Maybe you think we're crazy. I don't know. Or at least I am. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, brother. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. And I could use some toast this morning. Didn't, uh, <laughs> was running a little behind this morning. Mondays are always dis- difficult because your of the yogurt looked like it was tasty. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, jeez. I didn't get it wiped off. You're right. When I have to hit that with shouted out when I get it home. Yeah. I know, because that's your 
Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica shirt. And, and my wife's going to go, wait, what? Wait, 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 what? He wore that yesterday. Uh, that's and, okay. And, and it's because when it's cool out, I always wear an undershirt anyway. So I figured I could get a second day out of it. I didn't know I'd spill yogurt all over it. I spilled wine on if my I, right arm if yesterday. I wear, if I wear um, something just for a couple hours, mm-hmm. the day before I'll wear it again. Yeah, well, I had it on quite a few hours. but Oh, okay. Stop. No, you, you smell fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> PayPal yes. uh, has been in some hot water. Yeah. What's going on? I saw uh, some blurb. Well, they're being they're being accused of of people are cry, crying BS with them. Is what's okay. happening basically. Okay. Right. Um, they updated their user policy. Yes. Saying they would fine users twenty five hundred dollars for promoting misinformation. What? That's what there is. That's what it said. Now the company has released a statement that the policy was posted in error. Oh, it was only $25 or $250. Reversing the policy and deleting it from its user agreement. Apparently, people were like, delete, delete, delete. Yeah. The Money app caught all kinds of grief with critics wondering how a private company was going to impose such a fine against its own customers. Yeah. The company is now being accused of spreading its own misinformation. Uh, here were some of the tweets. PayPal did not make an error. They are lying. Major legal teams have to approve changes like this. Sure. sure. Um, Chuck Callisto said, breaking report, PayPal does uh, 180 and reverses course, says a notice recently went out in error. Company will not confiscate money for promoting misinformation. PayPal says the misinformation policy was sent out in error as if their policies don't go through two dozen lawyers before seeing the light of day. The former CEO of Uh, PayPal said, it's hard for me to openly criticize a company I used to love and gave so much of myself to, Mm. but at PayPal's new AUP goes against everything I believe in. A private company now gets to decide to take your money. If you say something they disagree with, that's insanity. Candace Owen, you've heard her name, just moved all my money I had in PayPal, PayPal account, out. It's gone. Um, And I suggest everybody do the same. This is serious. That's Candace Owen. And And they're delaying the transfer pending review for 12 hours. PayPal is dead. Yeah, that's her hashtag. Wowie zowie. <laughs> I mean, if that's it, let's just say that happened. Can you imagine the legal? Well, yeah, I mean, fight they that can't do that. Ensue? Why? Why would they think they could do that? Yeah. And and then don't even pretend don't, like it was an accident. There's right. no way that was an accident. And, and and do what you do well. Stay out of that arena for yeah. crying out loud. None of your business. It's none of your business. Yeah. And who are you to decide what is misinformation? Exactly. I mean, good Lord. Yeah. Who's who's on that board? I mean, the, the mainstream media. Uh, I mean, well, first of all, Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is, yeah. you, she's got to get lots of fines. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, and what, what's the dude that said the border was closed? Oh, oh yeah. Kamala New York, Harris. New York is uh, the, the Homeland Security. Yeah. Have you and, find Kamala yet? Yeah. Well, he is saying... Privately, uh, with some people, look, I'm just doing what I'm told. 
Who's telling him? Who in it's who still, is running this it's place? It's still misinformation. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? It's absolute misinformation. <laughs> you literally can see that everybody and, knows about. You know, fifty-three die in a trailer because they overheat, and that's tragic. But there's people dying every day down there. You know, I mean, it's just insane. You, you can't. Well, you know, it's the old saying. I can't believe my eyes. They look like they're coming over the Rio Grande. It just must be, I don't know, robots or something. I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. So um, I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel because I don't like Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but apparently the uh, Mila Kunis, who is in Luckiest Girl Alive, the new movie mm-hmm. that's coming out, um, <laughs> she was on Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. During a, a stint in Brooklyn. Right. She is Ukrainian born. Right. And she was booed by the audience. Really? Now, how tacky is that? I wonder why. Ukrainian? Because she's Ukrainian? I well, I mean, yeah, but everybody was behind Ukraine. I mean, we're sending them billions of dollars. Well. And we have all the flags and we're singing their national anthem. I thought. Yeah. No, not everybody's behind them. Uh, she was hmm. on the program to promote her new Netflix thriller, okay. Luckiest Girl Alive. Right. And uh, she was, you know, talking with Kimmel about uh, a near more wardrobe malfunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimmel, who typically tapes his show from L.A., uh, said to, to Kunis, you seem like you could be a New Yorker, but you're not a New Yorker, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as the 39-year-old began to answer, she was taken back when someone started booing her and she was like what who booed she was a good sport about it asked kimmel what is wrong with your audience very new york of you she said wow she discussed her immigration to the united states Mm -hmm. as a child from the ukraine okay and how she ventured through new york to secure proper citizenship she recounted staying in a hotel in brooklyn where she had her first burger and coca-cola okay uh but much to the audience chagrin no pizza Huh. Um, Kunis did, however, grow up in Los Angeles on Los Angeles pizza as her father was a delivery man in the city. Just to get another boo, <laughs> she said it was Domino's pizza. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, wow. People are so rude now. Yeah. Unapologetically rude. Well. <laughs> just don't get it. Well, it's popular. So they, they cheer Fetterman and his right, nonsense, right, right. Yeah, and then absolutely. they're booing this girl on right. Kimmel. Yep. All righty. Well, that's that's where the culture sits in, in many I guess. ways. I just. I guess that's, that's where why we I, are. I, I try to swim against the, you know, the the way the stream is going because that stream's going over the cliff if you're part of it. I'm just saying. I'm just, I just don't get it. Uh, here's a feel good story for you. All right. Uh, an Arkansas mother was deeply impacted after seeing a Starbucks barista mm-hmm. praying with a drive through customer. Wow. A Jonesboro resident was waiting in the Starbucks drive through with her teenage son last week. They drove together to practice his driving skills as mm-hmm. he had just gotten his permit. She saw a Starbucks employee named Carrie praying with a customer in front of the line. My husband, my son and I were having a discussion about how we 
love that she stopped what she was doing Mm -hmm. and was bold in her faith. Right. Uh, According to Fox 5, she was happy that her impressionable son saw that, thinking many teenagers might be embarrassed to pray in public. She uploaded a picture of the prayer to Facebook, hoping it would brighten someone's day. It ended up getting hundreds of likes and comments. Oh, that's cool. Um, I did, however, see this lady at Starbucks Hilltop pray with a woman in the drive-thru. Now that's worth talking about, she said. Hmm. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Lord, don't we need more things like that? I mean, I would expect that more at a Chick Fil A. I know. Although they're they're they've got it down to a science how they get these cars through those lines. It's amazing. Hensley but, said she was touched by Carrie's uh, simply being a light for Jesus. Hopes the situation inspires others. Mm-hmm. This act of kindness and boldness in faith, given out to others daily by people like Carrie, gives me hope and reminds me that hopefully others are being kind and praying uh, for someone that doesn't cost anything. Okay. Sounds great. Way to go, Carrie. Absolutely. So apparently um, Saturday Night Live maybe went after Kanye. I'm going to see if I can find some audio. Looks like they might have been Johnny on the spot and wrote a script Where he's on, all over on, the place. on Friday. So we'll we'll see if we can find any of that. Well, they are an equal opportunity. Yeah, offender. Offender. No doubt about it. 731. Kimberly McBrune is coming to you. She's got a couple stories. Officer involved in a shooting. Bedford crash on 122. And Brandon Village showcasing some local art. The Art Walk. We'll have all that coming up right after CBS News Brief. And currently, we have 40 degrees in Lynchburg and in Bedford, 41 in Roanoke, 39 in Salem, 45 in Danville, and 41 in Appomattox. Got some frost advisories out there, too. Mm -hmm. It's been, it was chilly yesterday. But I liked it. I took my my jacket and a long, well, I wore this shirt, as you see, it's a long sleeve. It's my Beats what is it? Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, it's my office shirt anyway. Uh, wearing that with a jacket yesterday, and it seemed to do the trick. And then I had to take the jacket off later on in the day. It just was a beautiful, beautiful day. I hope you got out yesterday in some way and enjoyed it. Yeah, it was lovely. For certain. So, nonprofit organization FAR and Lighthouse Beloved Community are working to bring a modern age compartmental houses. Com- com- hmm. Yeah, that's what I Modern said. age compartmental houses to Virginia, there we go, I got it out, in collaboration with building a company rock on a nonprofit 90-acre land, Wall Street, um, uh, between, oh boy, I'm just like, ah! I can't see through this microphone. Let me let me turn turn my head just slightly, and maybe this will do come out. Do you want me to do mine? No, okay. I'm, I've already started slaying it. I might as well finish it. Okay. Uh, the nonprofit secured 90 acres of land between Watch Street and Holiday Street, Harmony, Harmony Street in Lynchburg. The goal of Lighthouse is to make affordable housing for families by keeping costs as down as much as possible. Uh, data from Zillow shows the average cost of the home exceeds um, average cost of homes exceed three hundred fifty thousand. That's just mind blowing to think of it. Uh, Finney Matthews, CEO of Har, says this project can cut those costs by half uh, using HUD grants along with um, you know 
leaving the land under community-owned trust. So it'll, it'll be interesting. He says the houses will be built uh, in less than three months starting in 2023. As of now, more than 80 families have applied for the affordable housing project. Lighthouse plans to build 600 homes within the next three years. So this is affordable housing at, at about, looks like, 175 which is still a lot of money. Yeah, that but is. Cheaper than 350 Pretty cool. All right. Um, so we've been talking about power and uh, potential power hikes that we know mm-hmm. are going to be coming. Right. Appalachian Power is uh, requesting approval for a rate hike to make up for the increased costs of fossil fuels earlier this year. According to the filing with the State Corporation Commission, Appalachian incurred over $416 million in fuel expenses, wow. as well as a balance of over $361 million in deferred fuel expenses, both of which they hope to gain back by increasing charges to their customers. Recovery of that money would be spread out over the next two years and would increase the average customer's monthly bill by about $20. But before Appalachian Power can hike rates, they have to get the approval of the Virginia State Corporation Commission, commission will uh, hold a hearing on tuesday december 13th residents can register in advance to speak at this event by filling out a form uh i will put a link to that form on our facebook page okay cool we talk a lot about mental health around here because we we believe in it that it's so important uh, roanoke and vision center recently had a blue ribbon cutting ceremony boom 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 because they moved from their old place uh, into a what more was that? boom 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 um <laughs> <laughs> that was the building of the new building got it or renovating okay. anyways right. they moved uh, changed locations uh, you know they're they're uh, now 26 24 salem turnpike uh they moved from their old place moving into a much better situation community leaders and partners attended the grand opening for uh, envision and cent- the envision center uh and they're excited about the improvements um this this um particular situation is for those that really can't afford counseling we know some people just don't get help because they don't see a way to get help at least in roanoke now the envision center is free and open from 8 30 to 5 p.m monday through friday uh, to the public it offers uh, this service through virginia western community college Um, so good for them and uh, the, the free charge means you don't have an excuse if at least you're in roanoke you can get your name on the list and uh, maybe get that mental health help that you need. Roanoke City and other localities are getting through the thousands of voting records backlog because of a state IT problem. Virginia Public Access Project estimates 40,000 voter registrations across the Commonwealth are being processed late Mm. after a computer glitch caused a backlog. The state says it will not impact voters and no information has been lost. Roanoke City Director of Elections and General Registrar Andrew Cochran says the records go back as far as May. Well, so I found that little soundbite I was talking about. Yeah. West appeared on Tucker. Well, let me see. Try it again. Kanye West appeared on Tucker Carlson's show to defend wearing a White Lives Matter shirt, claiming he wore the shirt because he was using a gut instinct. But what he's definitely not using are the meds prescribed to him. So there you go. There's a little jab at Kanye on Saturday Night Live, which yes. I think he's been on that do. show. Yeah, that's what they do. I mean, they're they're equal opportunity unless Trump's in office. They didn't and call him yay. Well, yeah, that's true. Why didn't they call him yay? Well, well, I mean, that was a, 
you know, an African-American news reporter on Weekend Update as much as you can be a news reporter on Saturday Night Live anyway. Well, I mean, they cover more <laughs> topics than the, the mainstream media. <laughs> it would to, seem. Uh, and mean, they do it in 15 minutes. Right. But they put their fun spin. Of course, we, we you know, we go back to the original. I don't have it with me right now, but Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> where he called yes. Jane that bad word uh, on live TV. Jane, you ignorant. Yeah. Yes. That's how that goes. Yeah. That was. Uh, those were good days on Saturday Night Live. So uh, Jennifer Ruth Green, she is a Republican candidate. Okay. In the race to represent Indiana's first congressional district. Okay. Uh, she is a beautiful African American uh-huh. woman, mm-hmm. and um, she, apparently, <laughs> she. She's livid because Politico published details about her sexual assault while in the military. Oh, wow. And they did it without her permission. Why would they do that? And uh, 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 and blames her for illegally obtaining the information uh, in a profile of Green's career mm-hmm. and candidacy in the Indiana congressional race, Politico reporter Adam Wren used the documents, which the outlet claimed were obtained by a public records request and provided to Politico by a person outside of the campaign, probably from our opponent, mm-hmm. to report last week that an Iraqi serviceman sexually assaulted her when she and a small group of officers visited the National Training Center. Why is that news? I don't know. Speaking exclusively to Fox News about the piece from Politico, Green said her opponent, Frank Mervin, mm-hmm. and Politico were behaving like her assault by um, were behaving like her assault by ignoring her pleas to not disclose that she was sexually assaulted while serving in the military. The reality of it is, like I said at one point in my life to my assailant. No, please stop. Mm-hmm. Don't. And he did what he wanted to do anyway. Right. This is the exact same situation all over again. Wow. This was because a man wanted some sort of gratification. Mm-hmm. And he gets gratification by trying to think he's smearing my name. How is that? That just makes yeah. you look like an ass, sir. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. That that, that should play. If, if Especially if you're a woman, it seems to me. And you oh, were kind of like on the fence. Now you're on her side. Right. I mean, that's that's objectifying her again, as she stated. Uh, I mean, she wanted to keep it private. It's a private matter. Green insisted that Wren failed to garner the full story of the incident and took her experience and diminished it to a place where he can just say uh, a clinical report of exactly what happened. Hmm. I'm sure because Wren spent time in this article focusing on every single detail down to the skirt I was wearing, down to the color of the skirt I was wearing. Wow. Um, he has no idea the concept of being forced to be in a four by four round circular 30 foot in a ground tower hmm. where you only have windows and a 30 foot drop on either side. He wants to reduce something like this to 50 characters. Wow. Yeah, this is not. Yeah. That's... Why is that news? Yeah. Hmm. That's so tacky. You know, I, <clears throat> I've i seen people leverage those scenarios to maybe go out and get votes, you know, 
some people have, I think, tactfully maybe said, look, I, I was raped too or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's people that leverage it for the wrong reasons. And here she is just trying to keep her that part of her life private. Why, why would you dig? Well, they're digging for stuff. Oh, this right. is good. Let's use this against her. But how, how is that using anything against her? I know. I, Green says she refuses to allow Mervyn to get the, the play he wants. Mm-hmm. She won't be silent. She said her. she'll stand up for herself and other sexual assault survivors. I'll stand up not only for me, but for every other survivor. Oh, I hope they have a debate. That woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let Adam Wren do this. I'm done with it. I don't care what happens on November 8th. If you need me, I'm here. I'll help you. There are methods to make sure you're taken care of. Green noted in her uh, previous appreciation of Mervyn, when he worked to pass a bill related to military sexual trauma, it appears that fondness has since faded. I applauded him for that. Mm -hmm. And I never had to say anything about my personal background, she said. But knowing that he stood up there in the public session and then privately would stand here and try to besmirch besmirch me and use this to force me to talk about something I don't want to discuss for political gain shows a lack of integrity. Wow. Why should she that's, be forced to talk about that? Right. No, that's... Uh, Very tacky, sir. Right. Well, but I mean, look, she's she's a black woman and she's running as a Republican, so therefore she must be destroyed. Uh, absolutely. Can't have you that. Can't have any of that. Nope. Gotta shut that down. Right now. You go, girl. Yeah, you go, I'm girl. I'm gonna be watching right. your... I hope you win. I, I hope, hope you she win wins big. big time. I hope there's a debate and she can shame him in front of the American people. That would work. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. Hey, at least it can count, right? That's right. We at least got that far. Our number is 866-916-3776. Give us a call if there's anything you want to talk about, uh, anything that we've talked about this morning, or maybe it's a topic you want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Our text number is 434-248-0704. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Now, I did a, another turn and burn this weekend. I know you did. Went to uh, Jamestown, North Carolina, to pick up some beautiful circa 1964 mm-hmm. acclaim furniture by Lane Maiden Alta Vista. Right. Uh, I've wanted it for a long time. This mm-hmm. lady does a beautiful job restoring this furniture. So uh, me and my girlfriend, Lori, we, we rode down and we stopped because we asked her uh, when we picked everything up, where should we have lunch? Right. They had a beautiful little downtown there in, mm-hmm. in Jamestown. And there was a great barbecue place. You could tell it was good because people were lined out the door. Sure. And so we're in line, you know, a good a good little while, people watching, mm-hmm. as as one does. And I saw something that I never, I, I mean, I've often done this character before. Right. I grew up watching Gilligan's Island mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and Thurston Howe the Third. Right. There was a woman <laughs> in line, and she had her plate, and she walks back to these other two ladies in line. She goes. I just wanted to show you what I picked up for lunch. 
um, I got the turkey. Now I'm looking at it thinking maybe I should have gotten the sandwich. <laughs> um, and I picked up a wine. I'm not sure what I'm pairing that with. <laughs> and I was just like, I was looking at Lori going, what is happening here? Is she for real? And she just, she leaned over. And she's like, it's a female Thurston Howe, the third. And it was. Right. I was like, do your jaws not work? What? I didn't know there were really, there were real life people mm-hmm. who talked that way. Yeah. Apparently there are. Super posh. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder what kind of wine she had. I don't know. But we talk like that all the way home. Right. It was, oh my gosh. Are your jaws hurting? A little bit. Well, no, because I don't move them. (laughs) Oh, okay. I mean, I'm almost a ventriloquist when I talk like this. Yeah, it was very, very odd. Well, we were were at a a place on the way to, uh, with some friends up into Crozet. So we stopped at Blue Mountain Brewery. Oh, okay. And and we've been there a few times, and it's it's a great place. Well, they were having trouble with our table. Um, you know, they've got the, the umbrellas and all that stuff for sun. And somehow they had situated the table, small table for four, all four legs. Kara goes, can we put like a napkin? I said, babe, you need a two-by-four under these legs <laughs> so, to stabilize them because all four legs. I'm surprised four, she wasn't like looking for a rock or something. Well, the the – all four legs were up off the ground because of the way they sat it back on the the oh, the big the, heavy thing that keeps the the uh, umbrella umbrella from going. You know yeah. they're pretty heavy at the bottom. So, anyways, this guy in this table next to a young guy, you know, probably late twenties, early thirties, handsome looking, and uh, he says, "Well, let me help you." You know, I was trying to fix it. Let me help you. So he's he's doing it with his finger. He says, "I think if we get this bolt all the way out." You'll be able to pull that up. And then he's like telling me how it was put together. I said, okay. are you a mechanic? And he said, well, I was a I was a diesel mechanic for about 10 years. So he must have been at least 30. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I'm in management now. So we're just talking. And right. we start talking about the DEF, the DEF, the stuff you have to put in the diesel. And he explained how that all worked. Yeah. And and my the, uh, the couple that came with us, he is not mechanic mechanically inclined. By the way, your microphone, you better turn that little thing because it's coming out again next thing you know we're going to have a microphone fall in the middle of the show speaking of bolts and nuts getting tightened up so um so we we fixed the the thing and i'm talking to him the whole time and tom goes what are you guys talking about tom is an artsy farce i said tom just don't worry about it right you don't have you don't have any idea go sports (laughs) so really nice young man and then we just you know got off into uh, electric vehicles a little bit and i told him how the president was doing a speech on Friday at the Volvo plant. Well, we know that that you know he's all about green energy, right? Everything's electric oh, in the yeah. future. And there's and I told this young man's name was Sean, and I said the backdrop was this huge diesel transmission <laughs> and a huge diesel engine. That was the backdrop of for him the president. About, well, uh, he was just talking about all kinds of stuff, but right. he always touches on the green stuff. And he's got a, you know, he's got a, a you know, a Gasoline fossil engine, fuel yeah. engine behind him and, and, and a transmission that needs fossil fuel byproducts to put, you know, in that. And I said, he's just, he's out of touch. And he, he agreed with me. And then we talked. He, he is hopeful. And I'd love to get this guy on the air. He's very hopeful that electric motors, because he said they have so much power, Mark, because we exchanged first names, that but I said the problem's in the battery. He says that's where the the problem is. We've got to figure out how to design these batteries that can can run these because there's the power part is okay. 
we can move tractor trailers with electric motors. It's just how are we going to work the battery thing out? Well, and the fact that they're you know imploding when they get wet well that's, I mean, yeah. like the thing with the hurricane yeah, with florida yeah they got they're seeing a lot of that underwater and they were telling them if you're if your house got flooded and your car is in the garage take your car outside because it could ignite right that happened last week well it is uh world mental health day hmm. today and um it's a, a day that that we take and we talk about mental health all the time mm-hmm. and how important it is yep. uh to to take care of your mental health just Mm -hmm. like you would your physical health um and it's an opportunity to kind of take stock of your own mental Mm well-being especially in light of a mental health crisis that certainly worsened uh, after the covid19 pandemic Mm -hmm. Uh, people all over the world have been impacted by our mental health crisis i mean i think we see it in the amount of violence that's going on sure um uh, more violence than than that i've ever seen in this area Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for sure yeah and they say uh, world mental health day is a great opportunity to check in with ourselves about our own mental wellness and if you need help to get help it's okay to ask for help and there's so many you know people out there Mm -hmm. uh, that can that can help you um and there's a lot going on in the world right now there's a lot of uncertainty and and insecurity out there and uh, and so you know, it, it just remember if you need help, please ask for help. Yes. There are a lot of people out there who are who are there will be there for you. Two hundred and eighty million people are in the world are living with depression, mm. and uh, yeah, it's a serious thing for sure. So if you uh, if you need help, hopefully you will you will ask for help. I don't know why. Certainly, when we were growing up, like mm-hmm. our parents never talked about that. Their generation that just wasn't. Now, my family, we did talk about it, right? Uh, because my mother was ill a mm-hmm. lot, mm-hmm. and and it was a huge strain oh, on yeah. her mentally. Sure. Yeah, uh, and so we did have that that conversation. But I know for outside of our immediate family mm-hmm. that was taboo you did not right. talk about it yeah because it showed weakness it showed weakness mm-hmm. right and and you know they thought they could pray it away and mm-hmm. and if you now don't get me wrong having a relationship with christ i don't know how people make it through the day without right. that right absolutely uh yeah. and and that certainly can help but sometimes it takes more than mm-hmm. than just that and mm-hmm. that's not weakness right you know if you seek that out so sure. on this day of uh mental health day we hope that you'll take inventory and if you need help you will get help yeah and if you're in the roanoke area we just did the story a little while ago about the envision center mm-hmm. they're there monday through friday and they are there there's no charge it's from 8 30 to 5 p.m if it's a problem to be able to cover those costs so please check them out